Blog Talk Radio. From Daytona to the fairgrounds in Nashville, the stars of the Archer Racing Series presented by Menards are back for the Music City 200. Saturday, April 7th at Fairground Speedway, Nashville. The best of the best race for 200 laps, plus the Super Late Model Challenge 100 presented by Team Construction. The show of the year begins with qualifying at 3 and racing at 545. For discounted tickets and more info, check out trackenterprises.com. It's the Music City 200 at Fairground Speedway, Nashville. At the floor of Bam Lounge A northern boy just soaking in the virtues of the south Driven down from Boston He left five feet of snow Takes after those white sugar strands to the Gulf of Mexico Waved his hands in the air He had his voice rose through the roof Spread in the message of his undisputed truth like an old-time revival, his old spirits gave him wings. He said, this is the promised land, it's one of the hardest things in me. If you get that special feeling that goes deep into your bones, if you've been moved by power grooves coming out of muscle shows, Y'all have down here Smoky days and dreamland ribs Watch out when I go big Can't wear a place in Montgomery And you know he saw the light Can't nothing like those sweet magnolia nights In the tight curves of a southern girl In those town day nights Alabama gang from Hewittown A rocket city ride Roseanne tight You've been bad 
It's Monday night and it's time to get rowdy. Catch up on this week in ARCA and NASCAR with news and comment. Plus, you never know who will stop by for a visit. Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio duo, Rowdy and Mark. Welcome back to Monday night to the Rowdy Maglite Show. And helping me tonight, as always, is my Chi-Town duo, Jackman Jeff and Chi-Town Mark. Welcome back to Monday night, Rowdy. Hey, Rowdy. I got my coffee. I'm all revved up. I haven't driven 16 hours in the last two days, so I'm feeling pretty good. I'm ready for the show tonight. I'm ready to go racing this weekend in Nashville. What about you, Jeff? How are you doing? I'm doing good, Mark and Roddy. Uh, yeah, we're only five days away from Nashville. Um, kind of disappointed I'm not going to make it because it's going to be a great field between both races this weekend. But uh, things have to be taken care of, so sorry I'm going to miss it. Well, we're going to miss you, Jeff. Uh, I, I, you know, last year y'all got to go a few races I didn't get to make, and, and uh, I know how you feel, brother. It's kind of tough. But on the shining part, you'll be able to watch it on Mav TV, guys. Hey, Jeff, maybe you'll have it out in Pittsburgh. You'll get a chance to watch it on TV. Uh, yeah, I'll have to check while I'm out there. Well, listen, guys, the way we're going to roll tonight at 7, 10 Eastern time, we got Zane Smith coming in. Uh, Zane's been on the show twice before us to make his third time uh, after Zane at 6 our time, Central time. Uh, 7.10 was for Zane on Eastern time, and then we rolled back to on Central time at uh, 6.40. We got Thomas Prater coming in. Thomas has been on several times. I'm glad to have Thomas back. Before we hit that uh, five-eighths mile there, the fairgrounds, man. And then at uh, he's no stranger to the show. Uh, we got Adam Mackey with Track Enterprises coming. A couple. Hey, Rowdy, yeah, you're breaking up a little bit, but uh, uh, Adam's a great guest. All our guests are going to be good. We've had Zane on before. We've had Thomas on before. We've had Adam on before. So the, it's uh, great information. Uh, we, we couldn't ask for a nicer lineup, better lineup for, for guests. And uh, I'm looking forward to tonight. And uh, I'm looking forward to this weekend. I can hardly wait. Me too there, Jeff. Mark, am I still breaking up on you? Sometimes we have a little glitch here. Oh, it's sporadic, Rowdy. It's sporadic. Okay. So far, so good now. All right. Well, I just re-plugged everything back in to make sure we, we, we had a good connection. 
I'm going to guess. And there it goes again, Rowdy. All right, what about now? Can you hear me, <laughs> All right. Okay, guys. Uh, I'm looking forward to I'm a sense. Also looking forward to having. Uh, oh. oh, it's been a while, and he's uh, a true Southern gentleman, and uh, always a great, great guest to have on, Rowdy. Waking up a little bit out here, guys. I think we're all breaking up a little bit tonight, Rowdy. Sound. Don't hear no breakups. Nobody, no divorce. Just one of those techniques. Yes, Rowdy. Yeah. I I guess. Uh, Am I still breaking up from below where you're at? You're coming in and going out. Coming in and going out. Let me try. It's still hanging with us. Still, is it? Is it better? We'll get the You're first word or two rowdy, and then uh, it breaks up after that. Sound good. I don't know. I don't know. Well, listen, guys. To the running of this, this is the 66th year of the ice yards. Uh, you might want to check and see where that Chinese satellite hit, it might hit Carbon Hill. <laughs> report, but months ago. Now it's it's about a million miles out of the other direction. Just a slight miscalculation, that's all. It's that close on the map, though. I think the heat, he got the worst of it.
hope you heard none of that. Unfortunately, not. I'm gonna I'm gonna call back in, Rowdy. Hey Don, you got a copy? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, that's, uh, is it? I, I believe it's. It's got to be your end. I'm back on. I've. It should. I, I can't hear you, Rowdy. It's breaking up really bad. Well, let's see here. I got another plug here, guys. I can try. Same, Rowdy. But we might uh, just try to uh, close this out and go back to my. All right, Rowdy. Uh, we'll we'll take it for a couple minutes and uh, we'll cover your what's going on and. We'll talk a little bit about this weekend. Don, what time are you planning on arriving on Saturday morning? I'll, I'll get there probably 6 or 6.30, something like that. Oh, okay. Take a Whatever, nap in I'll the get... parking lot while you wait for the gates to open? Well, credential office opens, what, 7 or 7.30? Yeah, yeah, uh, possibly. Possibly. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Gates open at 8. Yeah, gates open at eight. Yeah, there's there's staying rain till about lunchtime. Well, as long as it clears out after that, we should be fine and get the racing all in. Oh yeah, yeah, it's eight a.m. rain is what they're calling for, but it's gonna be cold that night. I'll be coming prepared. Uh, it yeah. hasn't warmed up up here yet either, so. <laughs> Uh, that's well, what we get for early season racing, Dan. Actually, they pulled the rain the rain out a.m. 
a.m. clouds and p.m. sun and a 20% chance of rain. That's even better. I'll take some sun. That'll help warm. It may not make the air that much warmer, but it feels good on you. All right, guys. I just I just called in on my phone. I'm sorry, Don, but I know that's we're not breaking up now, right? No, no. You sound, sound good. Crystal clear right now, Rowdy. Well, I got a connection. Something's wrong with feeding out of my computer here because. Uh, all I did was put myself on mute on the board, and now I'm on my cell phone called in. Okay. So. That's a little unusual, but we, we do have these technical glitches every once in a while. <laughs> well, the problem is, you know, it's hard to check it. So pre-check everything before you start. You know, we, we got... We got ten well, minutes. You know what? The, well, we did our pre-race, pre-show uh, gathering and talk. Everything sounded really fine. So, uh, well, that's I'm not sure what, what happened. Too. I don't either. But we're back. We're live. This happens, and we just keep slugging through and keep going. That's right. That's right. That's that's exactly right. Uh, Jeff, can you hear me now? Yeah, I think I do, ready. Uh, I'd ask you a question a while ago. Uh, your best part of the fairgrounds. I know you've you've been there several times. Well, I've been there several now, and and <clears throat> you should have already formed an opinion there. Best part of the fairgrounds? You mean to watch the race? Yeah, not, yeah. What? What makes you come back to want to go watch the fairgrounds? Race at the fairgrounds. The show, Rowdy. Got to take care of the show, and 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 you and Mark. It's where it's, we all have a kind of little special connection there. It's kind of where we all kind of met. You met Mark. Yeah. I met you. So it's kind of a kind of a place. That's why I'm kind of kind of. Sorry, I'm going to miss it this week because it's like kind of special. Like I said, you met Mark there, and I met you there. Mark, what you got special for the fairgrounds? Well, I don't know where even to be. I don't know if I can even begin, Rowdy. Uh, uh, the racing. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a really bad race at Nashville. Uh, the track is so conducive to good racing. Uh, it, it makes it worth the trip there every year. Twice a year that we go. We'll be back in the fall for the uh, the All-American 400. Uh, but the ARCA race and uh, the, the doubleheader this weekend, it's hard to beat. Uh, you get a $5 discount from uh, Track Enterprises. You see a doubleheader race. Uh the history of Nashville, the 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 whole gamut of the of it, Rowdy, and like Jeff said, uh, it's a special place because that's where we all got a chance to meet and run into each other and and get this little trio on their show going. So uh, it's it's worked out well. Uh, I've just seen too many races through too many years at the fairgrounds to not go back. If they're having a big race 
You need to be there. That's all there is to it. Well, for me, guys, you know, uh, meeting Tony from Mosa was an awesome and being able to share and him come on the show and talk about some of the stuff that we've heard uh, that's happened over the years at Fairgrounds. And then, more, you know, us meeting there was great, you know, and you got to give all kudos to to, to your little uh, car there, your, your van, Josie, for doing that. It, it, it <laughs> makes Rowdy. friends wherever you go, though, does it not? <laughs> It might she has, she has a way of uh, bringing people together, Rowdy. And uh, on the last trip we just had, it was the same thing. Uh, I had multiple comments, and uh, uh, she's built to go to the races, that's for sure. And, you know, uh, Tony's the guy that's uh, always said that if you didn't like the race, come at the end of the race and give you money back and he's always said he's never had nobody come up to ask for the for his, their money back so you know they had a tremendous crowd last weekend for their opening season and I'm looking for a great crowd this weekend I mean it's uh, Saturday night load the kids up and, and bring them to, to the fairgrounds oh Rowdy you there Don Let's give him go, Don. Don's been there one or two times. What makes it special for you, Don? Ah, well, you know, it's, it's close to home. You know, it's, it's sight and racing. You can see the whole racetrack. You know, uh, usually we got a pretty good sized crowd there. You know, but uh, you know, a lot of a lot of local talent too. You know, you got the. Um, Sterling Barn then that used to drive the um Tours Light Dodge um in the Cup series. He races up there. You know, he's, he's a from Columbia. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's from I, Columbia. I, we've never I've as many times as which I'm not knocking down a, a whole lot, but every time I've been to the fairground, Sterling Marlin, well, except for the one time I was there was no track activity, and I only went up to. And he may have been down at the tire barn. I don't know. I didn't go down there. But every other time I've seen Sterling, usually got a car there and, and compete. Mark, tell us about the. They got a pretty good car count for this weekend, don't they? Well, as of now, between the two divisions, Roddy, we have 66 cars entered. Uh, 28 in the ARCA series, which is a nice number of cars for a short track race for ARCA, and 38 for the super late models. Uh, and there's no junk in either in either division. This is first class equipment. Uh, probably one of the best double hundreds you can see all year. We'll we'll have one later in the season at uh, Lucas Oil Raceway in Indianapolis, but this starts it off and. Uh, uh, these are two of the better races you get a chance to see, and, and uh, Track Enterprises puts both those on, and they uh, they put on a whale of a show. And if you don't get there, you're missing some really, really good racing, Rowdy. Well, I'm looking forward to it, Mark. Uh, I you talked about leaving out and being there Friday, and if that happens, I may take off too. All I've got to do for here is sit around and watch a fire burn. That's because I know if I stay here, I'll have to kill the fire. 
<laughs> we'll get that fire stoked up for for your wife, and uh, we'll meet up Friday night if it so be it. Uh, you know where to find me, my friend. I'm looking Let's forward see. to it, guys. We're, we're down to four, five days, Jeff said, and uh, not many nights. Well, I, I set up camp about probably about nine thirty, ten o'clock Friday night. I hear you, camper. You got that? What's the motorhome update? Ah, well, you know, uh, it's it's getting there. (laughs) Get one with heat for nights like we're going to have this Friday at uh, in Nashville, Don. That's right. Well. Uh. Racing season that we've had a long layover, but guys, it's fixing to get serious after this race. We'll miss one week, and then we're headed to Salem, and then we race Salem. You know what? We race Salem on Sunday, and then turn around, and we're at Talladega, and they're taking cars out on Thursday, and the race is on Friday, so they don't, that's not much of a turnaround. No, it's not, Rowdy. And then we're right back to it again with Toledo and then Charlotte. Uh, and and then the, the season really winds up, at least for ARCA. Uh, the, the racing season, at least for us up north, starting to wind up now. Uh, I was at a local dirt track Friday night for a good show. Uh, they ran again Saturday night. I wasn't able to make it, but uh, they had good car counts both nights and good races, evidently. And uh, now we have Nashville this weekend, and the following weekend I got a couple races, and the following weekend after that we got Salem. And then the weekend after that we've got Dega. Uh, it's not like uh, it's an off-season anymore, huh? Well, I know for the guys building our, the composite cars, trying to get everything ready, it wasn't much of an off-season. And you take us when we hit the uh, All-American 400, then we did the Snowball, and then we did the Banquet. Hey, that was this January when you could say with nothing, but, I mean, it's still getting ready. And then February, early February, we was at Daytona, man, busting busting 2018 open. Whew. And it was a good buster open. Nice. It was a heck of a race. A little crazy at the end. But Michael Salt pulled it off. And uh, we just have a wild start for a new 2018 season. That's all, Rowdy. Well, fellas, I'm going to tell you. You take that lineup of drivers for ARCA at that, eight, at that 7 o'clock race. That is going to be some more race. I, you know, I'm going to ball back to... You know, you got 20, 20, 25 cars that could win that race. I'd say legitimately 20-plus cars, Rowdy. Yeah, I, I'd have to kind of agree with you on those figures. Uh, it's just so many things can happen at a short track, and they generally do. Uh, there's that bump off turn two. 
that we've talked about many times with many drive different drivers and uh uh that's that's the key to Nashville, uh getting off that turn two and, and getting down the straightway or the back straightaway straight forward, not sideways. So uh it makes for interesting, interesting racing. Well, from my experience, when they can hit that little bump, there's a lot of action in that little piece of stretch right through there, isn't there? Guys, Jeff, there's a lot of action right in there, isn't there? Oh, there is, Roddy. And even when we had Chandler Smith on a couple weeks ago, he talked about how he kind of uses that bump to his advantage because he's raced there so much. So it's going to be an exciting race. They talked like he was some more fast at practice on the um, down at the fairground Friday, you know, they had, uh, I think, nine teams showed up. And uh, I think Chandler and, uh, pretty pretty much impressed him with his speed. Of course, he's got a lot of uh, experience there. Yeah, he does, right? That's like one of his home tracks, if not his home track. And like he says, he's learned to race that bump and use it for his advantage, so. So maybe he'll have a leg up a little bit on some of those other drivers come Saturday night. Well, you know, I'm going to go back to what Tony said, that Dell Senior Toe Jr., if he could win at Nashville, he could win anywhere. Yeah, it's just one of those places, Rowdy. Uh, if you get the handle on it, uh, you can go on a winning streak like crazy and uh, be it local or a touring series that comes in occasionally. Uh that's what that's what makes racing so good at Nashville is is the the idiosyncrasies of that racetrack. It's a rough racetrack. It's it's cheese grater. It's it's rough on tires. Uh, it's rough on on the drivers. Uh, we've talked about that little bump, and more than one driver says uh, you you really rattle your teeth going over that thing sometimes. So, uh, yeah, Chandler getting that figured out at his age, and he runs so well there, and he has since he first showed up at Nashville, and he somehow it just suits his style very well. Well, I liked his answer when he said that he used that bump for his advantage, and that that, that was uh, that's and that comes from, from a really young driver. That, that, well, there's no hesitation that at track. all, Rowdy. He he, no. he knows that track. He knows knows what he's knows what he's doing there and what he wants the car to do there. And, uh, yeah, for his young age, and uh, it's not like he's inexperienced, but he's not the most experienced driver out there at all. Well, he's a, you know, I met what, we met him, what, two years ago at the All-American 400, and I could see something special in him. 13 years uh, old when we first met him, Rowdy. Sure did. We kind of hung out and talked to him a, a few minutes there in tech, and uh, you know he, he, he sounded a lot wiser than his age. Uh, and then you know all of a sudden we hear that he's in a Venturini car, and we're like, wow, this 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 guy's gonna go somewhere. Well, we just, it's just getting back to what you were saying a little earlier, Roddy. How many cars have a chance of actually winning at Nashville? Uh, there, there's a lot of good, young, hungry drivers, and uh, uh, some that have won before, some that are looking for another win, some are looking for their first win. Uh, 
Uh, and we have a few few cagey veterans thrown in there to make things interesting and uh, keep everybody in line. So good race. It's just going to be a good. It, it, it has been the last couple years, and I, I don't expect anything less this year. Well, you know, guys, one of the coolest things about the fairgrounds is they, instead of a trophy that most people have, they give away a beautiful guitar. And that thing is one sharp trophy piece. Well, Rowdy, it's, you know, similar to to the the trophy you get for a Martinsville win with the clock. Uh, probably one of the most unique trophies there are, uh, is, is the Nashville Trophy and a very coveted and wanted trophy too. So uh, only one person can get it though, at a time, and uh, we'll see who all comes out top this weekend. Well, you know that's that's pretty much like Martinsville. Like you said, they you get the clock when you know if you're going to Martinsville, you're going if you win, you're going to win a clock. You win. In Nashville, you're going to win a guitar. And that thing's uh, screen printed out. Looks nice. No, they're really sharp. Uh, it, 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 it's, it's a, like I said, a coveted trophy for uh, for many, many a short track driver to get as a, as a Nashville trophy. So, uh, well, like I said, we'll see somebody get one on, on Saturday evening. We'll actually see two drivers with the doubleheader races that we have win guitars this weekend. So, uh, yeah, that'll be fun, Rowdy. Uh, I I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to Nashville. It's we haven't the three of us haven't been together since Daytona, and uh, we'll miss Jeff, but we'll we'll keep him filled in on what's going on, and hopefully he can watch it on TV. And you know the motto, family comes first, guys. Yeah. It's it's a tough situation to be in, and uh, you just have to bite the bullet, so to speak, and and do what you got to do. Uh, Otherwise, uh, uh, there's regrets. All right, I just got a text from uh, Zane. He said, hey, man, sorry, Mr. the Missed the show. I'm doing a race, a GoPro, and they have uh, a red flag. Sorry about it again. And uh, let's do it as soon as possible. So, he, you know, listen, everybody can complain about Toyota, but I can tell you what Toyota's doing. They're going out here and they're finding these talented drivers. They're putting the cars out here, and they're putting them in there, and they're driving and racing. That's what's happening, Chevrolet and Ford. You got Toyota pushing. That's the bottom line, Rowdy. That's the bottom line. They're developing the younger drivers, and they're out there actively looking and seeking them. I have two Chevrolets sitting in my driveway, but I'm mad enough to tell you, Toyota is going out and finding the talent and putting them in the rides. Not they are rowdy. I mean, it's you know Monday nights. I mean, we've lost several. We, you know, we didn't get Christopher Bell and uh, one other driver because they was Monday nights his drive night. I mean, they've got somewhere 
So y'all just got them racing somewhere on Monday night. So, you know, it, it, it's all about experience, and these guys are getting it. Toyota's giving it to them. They are, and 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 with Cup drivers like uh, Kyle Busch and his program, finding young drivers and bringing them up to the ranks too, uh, from the super late models to the trucks to uh, Xfinity. Uh, it's quite the program he's got going. And uh, David Gilliland is another one who's uh, started a, a, a similar thing, and including the ARCA series. So we're we're looking forward to great things from David Gilliland Racing and, and their driver lineup. Yeah, well, um, you know, y'all know that in ARCA, the, the talent in Toyota is abundant. But we got Thomas Prater coming in here. He's in a bow tie car this year. He's in the number nine DK Lock Ford, or well, similar this year. It used to be the DK Lock Ford. Yeah, we got to watch ourselves on that one, Rowdy. Let's see. Thomas will be calling in here in just a few minutes. Uh, I know something had gone wrong with Zane. I kind of felt like it, so. I appreciate him texting me and letting me know. And, hey, hopefully we're going to have the winner on Monday night, guys. That's what I'm looking forward to. And it could very well be Zane Smith. Listen, Zane hung out at second place several races last year. He was in the top five. We we could go well, up and down the, the driver roster for Nashville Rowdy and pick out multiple ch- choices for winners. So, uh, yeah, if you're playing the fantasy league, you got a tough choice this week. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'd be hard. That's a, that's a hard call right there, Mark. And it doesn't get any easier at the rest of the races, Rowdy, be it the bigger tracks, the intermediate tracks, or the short tracks. It's just there's multiple choices and chances for winners at at all three venues. And uh, throw the dirt tracks in on top of that, it's a real uh, crapshoot sometimes. Well, just a few minutes, Thomas will be calling in. Like I said, we hadn't talked to Thomas in a little while, and I know he's been busy trying to get that uh, super speedway car back together for Talladega, which is now, that's what, about 22 days away? Well, Jeff, weren't you watching some video of uh, Thomas's incident at Daytona earlier today? Yeah, I was. It was just an interview from after the race. And, Rod, you well, saw the car afterwards. It was a wreck. It was a t- I'm, I'm interested to see what Thomas said. I believe he had to take it everything completely off because I, I'd heard, and he'll be able to clarify that, is uh, that if you broke that roof line, the halo line there, that it, it was a pretty much a complete loss. Um, I'm sure if you, you didn't mess the fenders and stuff up. 
on the opposite side you might could use them, but they wanted to they wanted a place that wasn't cracked. I, I would say dented, but cracked. It, it took a yeah. There, he he took a lick. He and a bunch of other drivers took a lick at Daytona at the end of that race, Rowdy. Uh, it was just amazing. We had any finishers at all there for a while. We thought we weren't. And you know, as got a little grief from people, you know, about all the wrecks, but. You know what? Be careful what you say out loud because it can come back to haunt you, and it did for the trucks. It got worse for Xfinity, and it got worse for those cup guys, the pro guys. They had a very bad day also. So, you know, you take the the years of driving under ARCA, I think we, we come out pretty good compared to the cup guys. I agree, Rowdy. It's uh, it's just a different. It, it comes back to to Jeff's phrase: pressure without the pressure. There you go. Pressure without the pressure. And nobody worked wow. harder in that area than the Arca guys on their cars and getting them ready for a race. Uh, it, it just it never ceases to amaze me what we see them working on when we're in the garage area, Rowdy. Yeah. Well, you know, of course, the first race is always the toughest to get through tech. And, well, man, they <laughs> getting them cars through template was one hard day and a half. Yeah, yeah. Well, everything's new. Everything was virtually new. Just just about everybody had new cars down there. They did. Uh, it, it was a it was it was the start of a of, of a new era in ARCA, Rowdy, with the the composite bodies being you know the only body allowed down there, and uh, it was a really Pretty nice looking field of cars. Well, we get to hang out uh, again with them steel bodies this weekend. There'll be a few of those come rolling in there, but that's what you kind of expect. Well, we've got a couple years left, a couple, three years left on the steel bodies if they last that long. I just don't see them lasting that long, Rowdy. Uh, they'll They'll be gone before we know it, and uh, everybody will be running the composite body before that time. Yeah, well, I think uh, 2020, That's you got to be completely composite by t- 2020. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's going to... Uh, we will see that at the short tracks the the steel body cars, but as they they wear out or they get crashed out or whatever may happen to them, we'll just see them less and less and less through the season. And uh, next season it'll be even less than that. So uh, you know if you got if you got to eventually go to it anyways, you might as well make the the switch as soon as you can, Rowdy. Uh, it's it's coming, guys. Uh, you know, 
talked about it and talked about it. And, and you know, reality's here. The Elmore's here. It's made for great racing. Uh, I mean, like this weekend coming up, uh, I've fallen a lot of racing. Y'all, I know y'all have, but I, I hadn't seen a more exciting weekend coming up of line up of drivers in Arca. And my, my seven years of being hanging out at, on a steady basis. We've got a great group of young drivers. Well, Rowdy, Arca's changed over the past few years, and uh, uh, part of it's the the competition package that they're offering teams to use, the the Ilmore engine and the composite body and throw the general tires in there also. Uh, it makes it almost, you know, Racing's an expensive ex- proposition, so they try to keep it as within reason as possible. And Arca's done a nice job of that, especially with their rules package. Yes, they have. Hey, Mark, Jeff, got a first guest calling in. Driver for uh, DK Lock number nine, not 99, number nine, Chevrolet, Thomas Prater. Welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show, Thomas. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. <clears throat> Thomas, you've been pretty busy, hasn't you, brother? Hey, man, we we try to stay busy down here. That's what makes me makes me know I'm still alive in the morning. Thomas, how'd you when you got back with your car from Daytona? Was there anything that left that you could fix? Didn't have to fix. I think we salvaged the uh, right side door and right side fender. Uh, other than that, everything else, uh, everything else in the body was pretty much toast. Uh, the frame seems to be all right. We got the rear end checked out; it was fine. Uh, some other stuff checked out; it was all good. It was just mainly body damage. Thomas, have you ever been in a race as crazy as the last lap was at Daytona? No, sir. I can't say I have. That was, uh, you know. We came to one to go there, and I, I had my tent advisor down, or up because it was tinted and it was dark. And we came to one to go, and I was like, you know, I think this is about to get a little crazy, so I'm gonna go ahead and pull this visor down, even though, even though it's a little tinted, so uh, make sure nothing, nothing was gonna happen to my, to my eyes and whatnot. But uh, you know, we made it through one and two, made it through the back straightaway, and I was like, hey, we might. Have, I ended up making it all the way to the end, and then right there, coming off the turn four, middle of turn three and four, there, that's when it happened. And I almost had it missed, uh, but I can't remember which car it was. They just never saw. They were, I think they'd been in the car too long, dreaming about hot dogs or something. They just weren't paying attention, just pile drive right into me. Well, it was a it was a crazy finish. So you go from the super speedway, now we go to the five eighths mile. What's special to you about the fairgrounds, Thomas? Well, you know, <clears throat> until I raced there a couple of years ago for the first time, you know, I'd never really heard of it. I'd been to the big track in Nashville, and uh, you know, everybody always talked about the Nashville fairgrounds racetrack and how much history was there and we went there for the first time, and, and we did pretty good there. And I actually like going there. I liked it being the first 
short track race of the year. Of course, I'd like Mobile International Speedway to be the first uh, short track race like it used to be. Um, But going to Nashville, I guess, isn't that bad. It's also cool to be there with with some guys that I know they're racing late models and whatnot there uh, the race before. So it's, uh, it's always a good show, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'll tell you, when you, with that, I think, Mark, we've got almost 70 cars you take with that division in ARCA. It's a great car count. It's going to be one great Saturday for racing, is it not? Uh, yes, sir. And like I said, we're, uh, we're looking forward to it. We're uh, still still working on a Nashville car, trying to get it tuned up, ready to go, and we'll be there for the afternoon to unload. Mark, you're live with Thomas Pryor there. Thanks, Roddy. Welcome back, Thomas. It's always good having you on the show. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. Now, are you going to have a composite or a steel-bodied car at Nashville? Uh, well, we'll have a steel-bodied car in Nashville, but we'll have our Ilmore, Ilmore engine in it. Okay. Okay. Uh, is any specific reason you're running the steel body? Uh, uh, I guess the fact that you can use them up now in the short tracks. Well, that's that's kind of our thinking on that is, uh, you know, we really only have one composite car, and it got pretty. Well, we have two, but uh, the other one is, uh, you know, it's prepared, trying to get prepared for Talladega, um, and then our other composite car, of course, got wrecked at Daytona. Uh, pretty bad. So we have one other 110 chassis that's a steel body car, and you know we thought, well, we might as well throw the Ilmore in it and and let the big dogs eat, and whatever happens happens because uh, we got to eventually go to the composite body anyways. Does that take any pressure off, uh, or put any added pressure on using the the? the steel body or the composite body for you, Thomas? Oh, no, sir. It's, uh, it's, it's no big deal. At the end of the day, they're all just race cars and we got to work on them no matter if it's steel or composite. So (laughs) it's all good. (laughs) Well, we're all, we are, we're looking forward to seeing you in Nashville and, and reacquainting ourselves with you. It's been a long time since Daytona and, uh, until the end, you had a pretty good run going there, didn't you? Yes, sir, we sure did. And uh, for a split moment there, I was like, uh, you know, I thought, well, we're we're going to have a good finish here. Uh, like I said, uh, the guy that was came in there, he, he, hadn't, he hadn't hit the brakes yet. So, uh, you know, it's a super speedway <laughs> racing, and it's all part of it. <laughs> well, that is part of racing, and uh, – uh, and Daytona and Vega just can be so unpredictable at times. So uh, we, we enjoyed your good run there. We wish it had been a little better. And uh, I'm going to turn you over to Jeff, and I think Jeff's got some questions for you too. So have a great evening, Thomas. Thanks for being on the show again. And we'll talk to you in Nashville. Sounds good. Thank you. Take her away, Jeff. Thanks, Mark. Hey, Thomas, uh, thanks for taking time and being on the show tonight. Um, you were kind of talking about history with uh, Nashville Fairgrounds. Um, 
before we kind of get into some racing, can we talk about your history in racing? Can you kind of talk about your career racing, where you started, some of the accomplishments you made? Yeah, sure. Uh, I started, uh, of course, down here in Alabama. I started racing go karts when I was eight, um, and then uh, raced bandoleros and legend cars. And then when I turned sixteen, I got the opportunity to steal my dad's race car, so I did that, of course. And uh, <laughs> I hadn't checked up since. Every car he had, I you know, I just like to take a seat out and put mine in. Uh, so uh, after after racing Superstocks down there at Mobile International Speedway, the uh, uh, went went to racing late models, and uh, after that, I got an opportunity to do a couple of starting parts for Venerini, and I uh, got an opportunity to race with Andy Belmont Racing, and uh, really just uh, you know just just one thing after another in the ARCA series. I uh, started to race for Wayne Hickson, and then three years ago we started on on ARCA race team and uh, like I said we're still at it today now back in two, back in 2006 to 2008 you had quite a little run going can you kind of talk about your winning US rookie winning US Army rookie of the year in your pure stock at Mobile and rookie of the year at Five Flags and in 2007 and 2008 you run the rookie of the year again Yes, sir. Well, that was uh that was a that was a good little time for us there. Like I said, my dad he uh he had just got that that super stock built and it was uh the best of the best and um you know, of course at at 16, you don't know any other thing else but to go fast. So uh we uh, we had a good time doing that. A good time racing. Uh, we we did the double header almost every weekend, Pensacola and Mobile. And uh, we were actually talking about that uh, this weekend as guys were were making the the double header Pensacola Mobile swing this past weekend. And man, we did that for many weekends for many years. And you know, I wouldn't wouldn't change it. And like I said, we. Once we uh, once we got into late models, we we did pretty good, still pretty good, and uh, like I said, the the super stocks uh, we we really did did good in the super stocks because it was a class, I, and and this is what I think it was a class full of uh, full of old men that had been racing way longer than I've been alive, and uh, they they really taught me the the ins and outs of racing etiquette race how to get around the international speedway and just really racing in general and uh you know i gotta give gotta give my family uh you know credit where it's due because like i said my dad stepped out of the car just so i could start racing and uh you know just so i could start racing stock cars and like i said we hadn't we hadn't checked up ever since now, you're kind of referred to the Iron Man of the Gulf Coast. Can you kind of explain that? Uh, and uh, <clears throat> right now I'm the Iron Man in the Arc Series as well, as well. I think we've got 102 or 103 races in a row. But uh, back back in the Gulf Coast, or back in the day, like I said, we, we made every single race uh, that Mobile and Pensacola put on for – Jeez, I don't know how many years, three or four years in the late model series. And, um, you know, like I said, we, 
if if we're if they're racing at Pensacola or Mobile, we were there, and uh, you know that's kind of how we are in the ARCA series right now. If if ARCA has a race, we're we're there right now. Like I said, I think I'm 102 or 103 in the road right now. Yeah, I saw 102, 106. Um, wasn't sure about that. I was going to kind of ask you about that too. Hey, uh, I was also going to ask you. Uh, I saw that you made a surprise to one of your biggest race fans by the name of Reese McGagan. Uh, you were able to take him down to the Rusty Wallace Experience at Mobile Speedway, and you had uh, Fox TV there. Uh, can you kind of explain it and how much that meant to you and to him? Yeah, yeah, man, that was a that was an awesome deal we got to do and. You know, Reese, he was uh, able to be our guest at Talladega last year, and man, he just he just loved racing, loved being at Talladega, loved getting to be around the cars, and we got the opportunity to take him, uh, or I guess surprise him really uh, at the Rusty Wallace driving experience, and his dad didn't tell him anything about it. He just showed up at the racetrack and. Uh, they put him in a suit, gave him the helmet, and the whole time we were out there, I could hear him laughing and telling me to go faster the whole time. And it was just a, a great thing that we were able to do. And you know, we get to do stuff like that pretty often, which is which is really great. Uh, we love giving back to the to the ones that are that are less fortunate, and uh, we'll just keep doing it every chance we get. Now you were talking about less fortunate. Can you? Uh, talk to our viewers about uh, Reese's uh, about his his less fortunate, you know, being a special Olympian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I believe he's 18 or 19 years old now, and uh, he has had autism. I guess he was born with autism, and uh, you know that doesn't that doesn't slow him down. He he is a great kid. He's cool. He's fun to be around, and uh, like I said, he he loves racing and. Uh, you know, he just couldn't he couldn't stop laughing, couldn't stop having a good time when we were down there. And I can't thank Rusty Wallace driving experience enough for letting him, letting that happen. Yeah, and I, I want to thank you because I thought that was kind of a special thing, and I thought that was pretty cool that you did that for someone like that. Yes, sir. It, it, you know, and like I said, every chance we get, you know, it's it's always good to give back. Even uh, even when you can't, you don't have the time. It's good to take some time and get back. Um, let's kind of talk about Nashville. Uh, last year, you qualified 18th, finished 28th. Um, you're going back with a steel body, but with the Elmore engines. Uh, I t- you, you didn't ha- did you have the Elmore engine last year? Uh, no, sir, we did not. I've actually never ran an Elmore engine at a short track before, so I'm. Uh, Looking forward to it. Hopefully, it'll get us uh, get us a few more tents there and uh, get us get us closer to the front. Now, does the Elmore engine make any difference between the bodies, the steel body or the composite body? Do you know of? Uh, I I'm not sure if it, I don't think it does at the short tracks. Uh, really, uh, you know, the composite bodies. Uh, at the big tracks are, you know, all about downforce. And, uh, of course, they're, they're lighter. Uh, you get, you know, a couple hundred pounds. You get to be a couple hundred pounds lighter and uh, get to do a couple other things that, that help you out weight-wise. Um, you know, and also you can 
with the steel, with the composite body cars, you can ri- run lighter springs to to get closer down, you know, to the racetrack and um, you know really uh, let the car work. Whereas the steel body cars, you're you know toting around that steel the whole time. So it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the uh, what the Ilmore does to the steel body car, and I'm really looking forward to it. Now, do you plan on running the Ilmore engine the whole year now? Uh, we don't know yet. We're just taking it taking it one race at a time. We're we're not really sure uh what what the season will bring as far as motor wise, so we'll we're just taking it one race at a time and just going there. Going from there. How did you get the name how did you get the nickname Moose? Can you talk about that? Sure, sure. Um so when I was from the time I was about twelve to about eighteen I was sponsored by the Outdoor Channel, and the Outdoor Channel's logo was a big old moose. So when I was 12, they thought it was a good idea to call me Tom Moose. And uh, as the years went by, I just went to the moose, and it's kind of just stuck there ever since. Okay, Thomas, uh, I want to thank you for being on the show tonight. I want to wish you good luck in uh, Nashville. Uh, I'm not going to be able to make it, so good luck, and uh, I'm going to turn you back over to Rowdy. Yes, sir. Thank you. And we we run you through the ringer there, Thomas. Hey, tell us where we can follow you on social media and throw out your sponsors there, Thomas. Yes, sir. Well, uh, you can uh, find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at, you know, just at Thomas Prater. And, you know, we have a bunch of sponsors here in Mobile that help us out, which we, we couldn't do it without them. Uh, we got Automotive Painter Supply, Air Gas, Do It's Battery Supply, um, you know, of course, DK Lock. Uh, we can't can't do it, of course, without General Tire. Um, you know, they 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 help us out, giving us fresh rubber uh, whenever we can't afford it. I, I should say, but uh, um, you know, other than that, we, I just want to thank a lot of people that come to the shop at night after they're after they've been working all day. We got Brad and Michael Shelton and Craig Pickering and Brad Wallace, and just you know, the list goes on of people that that help make this happen every day and thomas you got a good group of people always great to go and hang out with with your dad and talk to him and uh watch him but thomas looking forward to saturday man can't wait to see you at the fairgrounds yes sir sounds good me on thank you thomas appreciate it all right all right, guys, we're going to finish with Thomas, and we're going to start back up with uh, our next guest with Track Enterprises, the guy that's directed all of getting us to where we're fixing to be Saturday, and we got back tonight, Adam Mackey. Welcome back, Adam, to the Rowdy Maglite Show. Hey, it's great to be here, guys. Adam, you, you was we talked earlier, man. You was as excited as Mark and I was when we had talked earlier before that. Uh, it's it, the fairgrounds is just special to me. Now we we've all what I'm gonna start with you. We've all went through what was special. What's special about the fairgrounds to you, Adam? I just think the rich history of the fairgrounds speedway in Nashville, and I think the fact that it's centrally located between the north and the south, and drivers from all over the country can get there 
without having to make a 15-hour trip. I think that's a plus. You might have guys from the north that takes five, six hours to get there, guys from the south, maybe five, six, seven hours to get there. But it's centrally located. It's got that history. Everybody wants to race at Fairground Speedway, and everybody wants to win the guitar at the end of the night. Um, so there's a lot of different things that goes into it. We we talked about the guitar earlier. What an awesome trophy that is! Besides just four columns and a and a figurine on top, you actually get a beautiful guitar with with it, the logo with the fairgrounds on it. Chad Finley looked mighty proud to hold it up last year at the race. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure that was such a huge win and kind of an upset there late in the going with the. Uh, the pit stop call that they made to put them on fresh rubber and then coming through the field in the latter stages and really put on a great show. And the racing there for the Arca series has been really good the last few years uh, since we brought it back uh, in 2015. And the super late model fields have been just better and better every year for this uh, North-South shootout uh, 100. And we've got almost 40 on the list right now. I mean, just overwhelming the amount of support that that race is getting. Uh, that's what Mark Mark talked about it earlier. Mark, you're live with Adam Mackey. Thanks, Rod, and welcome back, Adam. It's always great having you on the show. Thanks for taking a little time to be with us tonight. No, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I, 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 Rowdy and I were talking earlier today, and he had just got done uh, texting with you, and uh, he said, I couldn't believe how excited Adam was about the, the field of cars that are entered in the uh, Wow. It just seems to get bigger and bigger every year. Yeah, it does. And, you know, I, I think ARCA is really in a good spot right now. Uh, maybe five, ten years ago, you looked at some of the ARCA fields, and you could maybe pick three or four guys that you would pick out that's probably going to be in victory lane at the end of the night. Now when you look at the ARCA list, and I usually make notes before I come on a show like this when I've got the entry list out and mark off some of the guys that you need to mention their names and if I get any questions, these are the guys I need to bring up. Well, you used to mark off maybe three or four guys, and now you're marking off 13 to 15 guys that's in the starting field for ARCA that could end up in victory lane. In the super late model field, I think I marked off 15 or 16, 17 guys out of the 38 that say, you know what, they could end up winning this race. There are some heavy hitters coming into the super late model race, Adam. I was really surprised. Oh, yeah, huge. Uh, 38 cars. We got Corey LaJoy, of course, a, a NASCAR driver that was in the Cup Series all year last year and is running most of the races this year. We've got uh, Matt Wallace, the son of Mike Wallace. We've got Stephen Wallace, the son of, of Rusty Wallace. Then you've got uh, in the, the ARCA race, you've got uh, Harrison Burton's going to make a start, and he's going to be one of the favorites. And he actually was involved in a testing crash today, and I, I don't think the word's out there very much, but he had a mechanical failure on the car during practice today at Fairground Speedway and actually uh, crashed crashed, and uh, they had to load up. But I would still guess it sounds like they're going to be able to get back together and get back out there on Saturday. But that's a big name in the uh, in the racing world right now, Harrison Burton, one of the big up-and-coming stars of, of racing. He is, uh, Adam, uh, Jeff and I were happened to be in Toledo last year for the, his win there, and uh, it was a popular win on top of that. He's a charismatic young man. He's a, he's a sponsor's delight. He's well-spoken. He's a good-looking kid, and his parents have done him right. 
and he's a good race car driver and he takes pretty good care of the equipment. He can get aggressive and, and run hard when he needs to. And that's what he's done the last year or two to start getting into victory lane. I kind of saw him get his first big breakthrough win at speed fest, uh, CRA speed fest in Georgia a couple Januarys ago. And uh, since then he's just been on fire. He won the NASCAR K and N series championship last year, had several wins, uh, and then has just been really strong since then. He has been. And I, and I suppose I shouldn't jump ahead like this, but you guys have a lot of great promotions coming up this year. Let, can we talk a little bit about your future endeavors that are uh, on our way on the race program? Yeah, where do I begin, right? You know, we've got the track enterprises schedule, which is kind of what we do with with our race at Nashville. It's one of our big events on our schedule. And we've got ARCA races this year at Nashville. We've got the ARCA race at Gateway in St. Louis on Friday, June 22nd. We've got the Elko, Minnesota ARCA race on July 14th. We've also got the Illinois State Fair ARCA race and DeCoin uh, State Fair ARCA races in Illinois. Those, of course, are on dirt the only two dirt races of the year for ARCA. And then we end up at Lucas Oil Raceway with an ARCA race at the end of the year. You mix that in with all of the Silver Crown races we do, which is five or six, and that's a pretty good special event schedule. Then we've got Terre Haute. We've got Lincoln Speedway in Illinois, and we've got uh, Macon Speedway here in Illinois that are three regular full-time tracks for the most part that we run uh, just about every event at those speedways. So, we stay busy. We've got over 60 events scheduled between everything we do for 2018. Well, I've been to a few, quite a few of the tracks that you guys promote or, or hold promotions at. And uh, I guess if, if anybody has a chance, if you like dirt late mile racing, head out to Macon and, and watch the super late miles at, at Macon Speedway. Uh, it's, it's, Boy, you're on the edge of your seat if you're using your seat at all during those races. Lucas Oil Late Models coming in here within the month. Uh, Saturday, April 28th, the Lucas Oil Dirt Late Model Series will be there, and that's always a crazy show. We've always had it scheduled in April, but the last two or three we've had to reschedule for the month of July because of weather. But uh, we're hoping to get it in Saturday, July 20, or Saturday, April 28th. Uh, the event scheduled for the Lucas Oil Late Models of Macon, and you mentioned it, a fifth-mile high-bank dirt track. You would think there's no way they can race there with 24 cars on the racetrack, but you would be surprised uh, the way they can go two and three wide for a complete 100 laps, and uh, there's plenty of racing room, believe it or not. Yeah, I, I wish I could be there. We're going to be in Talladega for the ARCA race that weekend, so... Uh, maybe I'll shoot back early and get get my way over to, to Macon to watch that because I really, really enjoy that racetrack and watching the racing there. And uh, you guys do a great job with it. And uh, thanks for being on again. I'm going to turn you over to Jeff. I know he's got some great questions for you, Adam. And uh, we'll see you running around at Nashville this weekend. I'll be there. All right. Thanks, buddy. Take her away, Jeff. Thanks, Mark. Hey, Adam, uh, thanks for ta- taking time out of your busy schedule, uh, getting ready for Nashville. Uh, I don't know where to start. Like Mark said, you guys do a tremendous job promoting these races. Um, can you kind of talk about what your schedule is looking like for uh, Nashville this weekend? Well, this weekend at Nashville, we have practice on Friday from 4 to 7 uh, Central Time, and that's an optional practice for the super late model teams. 
So we have ARCA trailer parking in the afternoon. We have a super late model trailer parking. They'll get all stationed in the infield with their race cars and get ready to go for the weekend. And then from four to seven, the super late model drivers get a chance to go on the track, shake down their cars, get ready to go. And with a field of 38 cars, they're going to need as much practice time as possible to qualify uh, decent, be able to get a good starting spot on Saturday. So I think every moment that they have a chance to get on track is going to be uh, crucial for the drivers this weekend. Saturday's the big day. Uh, Saturday, we open our pits at 7.30 in the morning. Grandstands uh, will be open right away for practice. Then we'll probably clear the grandstands before qualifying to get everybody back in uh, for the start of time trials, which is at 3 o'clock with super late models this Saturday. 4.15's ARCA general tire pole qualifying. And then racing action Saturday night at 5.45 with the super late model challenge 100 presented by Team Construction. And then at 8 p.m., we go live for the uh, Music City 200 for ARCA. So it's going to be an action-packed Saturday this weekend in Nashville. I don't want to be – I don't want to beg, wish any bad luck on you this weekend. Um, the weather's kind of touch and go. Do you have a contingency plan if the weather does not work for us? Absolutely. I think we're looking good as far as getting this race in this weekend. So our plan is Friday, I think we're going to be able to get practice in okay. It looks like a – the rain or chance of rain is late Friday night. So we should be done by 7 with practice. Saturday looks iffy in the morning and is cold. Uh, no doubt it's going to be a little chilly this Saturday. At least that's the latest. It keeps bouncing back and forth. We had a high of 59 was scheduled for Saturday when I looked yesterday, and then I looked today and it was back down to a high of in the low 50s. So hopefully we get a few more degrees out of it and the rain does get out of here in the morning because Saturday night they're saying that it's not supposed to rain. So believe me, we, you know, Bob Sargent and I are watching forecasts by the minute just to see how things change. Once we get to Wednesday, we'll be able to pinpoint it a little bit better. But if for some reason we can't get it in on Saturday, we will race it on Sunday. And right now Sunday's forecast looks pretty good. It's uh, warmer, it's in the 60s, and it's dry. So we've got Saturday to get it in. And if for some reason we can't race Saturday, we're going to race on Sunday afternoon and get everybody out of there at a decent time. So um, so the good news is, is we're probably going to race this weekend. It's almost 100% chance we're going to race. The bad news is it's a little bit chilly, and it's not the perfect conditions on Saturday. But believe me, it's good enough to, if it's dry, it's good enough to see some great racing with these two series we have coming in. Now, if you can't get qualified in, what is the process for – how they're going to start the race or who's eligible to start the race and how many cars are you going to expect in the super late model race and the ARCA race? Well, the the ARCA race has 29 on the pre-entry list right now. So I would guess between 30 and 35 cars for ARCA, which is kind of where they've been the last few years down there. Um, So I would guess that all of those cars will start if for some reason they wouldn't get qualifying in. I know that it can, they can use, uh, uh, they can use their points to, to line up the field, and they've done that in the past at races, so that wouldn't be a big concern. Um, for the, the super late model tours, they wouldn't use the points because of the way it's set up. They would at least, at the very least, use group qualifying, I'm sure. But most likely, there will be time made to make sure that these cars get on the track to qualify, whether it's using practice times, whether it's uh, you know allotting a little more time for qualifying. But that. I really don't see that being a concern. I think qualifying will take place one way or another. All right, Bob. Uh, I want to thank you for taking time being on the show. Uh, like uh, you guys do, Trek Enterprises does a great job of promoting, just not Nashville, like you talked about all the other races. Uh, 
Mark yeah. and Rowdy get to get to quite a few. And uh, I'm going to turn you back over to Rowdy, and thanks. Thank you. And, Adam, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, uh, cool weather means fast cars. Yes, it, it will be fast. There is no doubt it will be fast. Uh, those cars, those Arca cars on that five eighth mile, that, that's going to be making for some fast racing. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Adam, anything else? I mean, we kind of throw yeah, through check there. out. Yeah, make sure and check out our website. We've got all of the detailed information on the right side. It's trackenterprises.com. You can get your advanced sale tickets for $5 off right now, so it's just 25 bucks for an adult ticket. At the gate on Saturday, there will be tickets available, but they'll be $30 at the gate, so get them ahead of time. You can also order them online, or you can call us here in the office, and we'll take care of that as well. Our office number, uh, 217-764-3200. And again, all that, all those details are on our website at trackenterprises.com. You can also, hey, I think the most impressive thing about this whole event is are the entry lists. So make sure and check those out as well. Exactly, uh, Adam. We're just, we're, I'm telling you, we've we've talked Nashville now for three weeks, and then, and we're down to five days, and we're ready. So we're looking forward yeah. to seeing you Friday, sir. I'll be there. We'll see you guys there. All right, Adam. Thanks a lot. Looking forward to seeing you. you and, and Bob at, at Nashville. See you there. Okay, guys. Hey, Adam and Bob do a great job, man. Uh, anytime you see Track Enterprises, it's going to be a, a great show. I know they do. They do both dirt races and uh, ARCA. I tell you, if you hadn't been to, I have not been to Illinois, Mark. You've been to Illinois. How much difference? I know there's got to be somewhat. But you know, at the coin, under the the stadium, the bleachers, the auditorium under there, where you buy your drinks in the bathrooms, it's just like walking back in the fifties when you walk into that. <laughs> there, there are there's a little similarity between the two, but they're very different facilities, Rowdy. Uh, the the fairgrounds is a little bit larger at uh, the Illinois one than it is at the coin one. Uh, the view and the access for seeing the races, I think, is better at the coin. And they don't have the lake in the middle of the track like they do at the coin at, at Illinois either. So uh, they both have their ambiances. They both are special. Uh, they were both, neither one of those was built to be run by race cars. They were run to be run by horses. And uh, they do a nice job of. of setting everything up and then doing those one-day shows there. And it's really, uh, if you get the opportunity to do it, you got to do it. Well, y'all know, you know, we've been from one end of the stadium at the fairgrounds, and what's so special is there's no post. That that whole roof is held through cables working across there, and there's no post. And I'm telling you, there is not a bad seat in Nashville unless you're in the car on the parking lot. Well, no, there isn't, Rowdy. Uh, it's a big, big grandstand, so you're not crowded. You have plenty of room to stretch out and spread out. Uh, bring your family. Take advantage of the calling, getting all the track enterprises and getting their ticket deal. Uh, you, you you can't beat it. You save a lot of money. And, uh it makes it very affordable to take the family to the races. Hey, big great place to go. 
it's not gonna if the rain's gonna blow out in the AM bring your, your scissor tent come out there and, and, and tailgate, man. Get ready oh, heck for the yes. We're gonna be tailgating, Rowdy. We know that, so uh we're uh, we're looking for a fun full day of uh, of activities at the uh, Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway. Well, uh, I mean, I'm sure uh, Dr. J will be there. Be good, you know. It's just good to get back with everybody. We hadn't seen them too much. It feels like we've been on off season again. <laughs> it seems like forever since we've seen any of the racers and, and our buddies <laughs> in Arca. So I'm looking forward to getting back to, to Nashville and reacquainting with everybody too, Rowdy. This hey, is sir. more like our off season. This is our biggest break. By the time we finish the banquet and get to Florida, we got more of a break now than we did in the winter. I, I, you're exactly right, Mark or Jeff. I mean, we just had the we had actually you, we had a bigger break. You, you, you said it because we. I mean, nothing big has happened since February. What February after the thirteenth? It's just been pretty quiet. Everybody's been trying to put everything together. I, when we was talking about Prater's car and the roof line, I said, when I retracted and said, probably on the other side, but I'm not for sure. So he did say two pieces on the other side. Uh-huh. I just wonder how, how you know, we didn't get to really ask him about the part about how easy or was it to take those parts off and, and try to replace them because he said they want no damage to the chassis itself. That was, I, I'm surprised after the licks it took, Rowdy, but a lot of times looks can be deceiving. Yeah, well, he had a kind of a rough time last year at Fairgrounds. You know, we talked about the cautions and then, uh, I went down to take the pictures of the cars, and uh, Thomas was the only one that had got. And you know, he don't get caught up in many races, guys. He's at every race, and he's usually finishing those races. But Nashville last year was a, a tough race for him because that happened right at the very end of the race, and then this year at the very end, Talladega. Or Daytona. I'm sorry, guys. I've got Talladega on my mind tonight. <laughs> it's getting close to Rowdy and it's your home race and we understand. Well, we've been I've had several conversations today about it, so it's been a, a fruitful day on that. So Jeff, I know you're not gonna make it, man. We it's we're going we're we're hating it, but I understand what you gotta do and go through. Uh anything you got to close this thing out? Well, like you said, I'm going to hate not being there, but for anybody else who can get there, uh, get there to Nashville Fairgrounds. Uh, like we were talking about, you got some great car counts for both races, uh, the entry lists, uh, heavy hitters for both races. Um, so get to the race, get to the fairgrounds this weekend and get to these races because uh, it's going to be a great two races. And like you guys said, I'm going to be I'm really sorry I'm going to miss it, but I just got some family issues I got to take with, take care of, and you and Mark and the gang have a good time there, and we'll talk when you get back. All right, Jeff, we appreciate it, man. Looking forward to seeing you when we get back together at another track. I know 
kind of like in the limbo like I was last year. Uh, Mark, looks like me and you're going to try to hang out a day or two with Josie. Well, Roddy, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to miss Jeff riding down with me and missing listening to his snoring. Uh, it keeps me awake, so that's good. We get there one piece. But, no, we'll miss Jeff. Always do when he's not with us. A uh, big part of the program, and and uh, uh, he's he's got to take care of family and business, and we've all been there and done that, and we'll support him as much as we can, and uh, Godspeed for he and his family. So uh, uh, hope things work out. He, he has a good trip out there. Yeah, Mark. Uh, and Jeff, uh, Jeff, good luck this weekend, man. I hope everything works out for you there. Thanks. Uh, we'll keep you posted. We'll be talking uh, with you this week, be... Jeff. All right. That's right. All right, guys, we're going to go to Nashville. We're going to give her out one more time. <laughs> see, you, see you Friday or Saturday, Roddy, but I know I'm going to see you soon. Talk to you in a little All bit, right. Todd. All right. Hey, you don't believe it, cut it on him. Half TV is if you can't see that light shine. Shine it bright.